Jesus was and he still is all about touching people, changing people, loving people, and inspiring people to live in his grace, a life of hope and purpose. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. And when it's graduation time, we all hear right along with the graduates a few speeches every year about dreams and aspirations, about hope, about bright futures. And it's all good, and I love, I love all of that. But what I want to tell all of you graduates this morning and anybody else, will listen is about the greatest inspiration that drives our aspirations you see for some reason it seems that most of us have a need to be inspired on a regular basis to be encouraged by someone who has overcome great difficulty to achieve victory we're inspired for instance when we watch American Idol where an unknown talent rises to fame and fortune in 16 weeks for years I found inspiration in rags to riches stories like that of Sam Walton and Bill Gates, their rise from modest beginnings to incredible success. And you know, they're all inspiring. I don't think there's anything wrong with those people or their stories. But what I do think is wrong is when we think that we need inspiration from successful people and reality shows, and I'll tell you why. It's simple. Because there's someone much more inspiring than them. If you're a graduate today, then what I'm about to say will save you a lot of time on your journey to find yourself. There's only one true inspirer. It's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the author, the finisher of our faith. How can I make such a statement? Well, first of all, even Webster's Dictionary agrees that inspiration can only come from the divine. And second, the Word of God is just filled with divine inspiration as we wander through it. Graduates, I'll tell you another piece of advice. Don't ever let the inspiring Word of God get more than two feet away from you. That's about the length of your reach. It's your most valuable asset. Keep it close. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Here's one of my favorite inspiring stories in the Word of God. One time Jesus was on a kind of miracle tour. He was healing people, casting out demons. And he was on his way to heal a dying girl. And the crowds were getting big. And wherever he went, there were bigger crowds. And there was this woman with a terrible disease who saw him in the distance. Now, she's in a terrible state. She's thin. She's weak. She's no match for the crowd that's pressing in all around the Lord. She has nothing. No money. No home. No health. Her dreams are long gone. She's unwelcome in her church. She's unwanted in her town. Yet on this day, she clings desperately to just one single idea. If I can touch him, I'll be healed. So she crawls 
She pushes, and when pushed away, she tries again and again, and finally, she touches the robe of Jesus. And she felt life rush into her body at once. And she knew that she was healed. Jesus, he felt it too. He said, who touched me? And the woman fell at his feet. And Jesus called the woman his daughter. He says, woman, your faith has healed you. You see, Jesus was and he still is all about touching people, changing people, loving people, and inspiring people to live in his grace, a life of hope and purpose. What I'm trying to say is you don't have to look anywhere else this morning to find inspiration that you need to change your life and develop your dreams and aspirations. Jesus is the only one who not only inspires us but can supernaturally touch your heart and hear your thoughts and prayers. It was an illness that took the woman's strength that longed to touch Jesus. What's taking your strength today? What's holding you back today? Whatever it is, Jesus wants to touch you. And when he does, I can promise you this. It's all the inspiration that you'll ever need. Tune in to learn how to have an abundant life focused on God and his purpose for you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Well, I want you to know, I saw something very interesting this week. Because with everything going on in the world right now, I couldn't believe what was on the cover of Time magazine. Check this out. Can the car see this? It says there, Does God want you to be rich? Now, you, you would think the cover this week could be something about the Israeli-Lebanon conflict or the latest de- developments in Iraq or even Katie Couric's new job. <laughs> but apparently, the thing the world wants to know more than anything is, does God want you to be rich? Well, the first thing I think we need to understand about 
this, and this is usually the case with any national magazine, is that the motivation behind this story is more about selling magazines than it is about answering that question. And the, and the second thing we need to uh, get before we delve into this question is that the word rich is a relative term. Because no matter how you measure what makes someone rich, by global standards, virtually everyone in here today, by nature of having a roof over their head, a bed to sleep in, and food to eat, is considered rich. Okay, stay with me. So now back to this question, does God want you to be rich? The article in Time is about the growing movement of prosperity teaching from people like Joel Osteen or Creflo Dollar and others, and how the mainstream Protestant leadership refutes the teaching. And in the article, they share a survey that reveals that 61% of all Christians believe that God wants them to be prosperous. Well, it occurred to me, having read this, that I've spoken to you several times lately about having a prosperity mentality. And so when I read this, I realize that it's easy to take what I say and lump it in with all these guys who, who I believe take the prosperity message to an unhealthy extreme. And it's important that we take this subject more serious because it's easy to get off tracks, get off the track where money is concerned. My, my old high school coach, he used to say when, whenever I'd get out of line, he'd say, Bollinger, you need to get your mind right. So I think that we need to get our minds right about this question. Does God want you to be rich? I believe that we, we have to first acknowledge that we don't know everything that God has on his mind. He has infinite wisdom and knowledge. And there's much mystery about God yet unknown to us. But what we can do is look to his word to find out about the subject of riches. So here's what we do know. We know that Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And we know that the word says, And you shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. And we know that when we give, we tap into a God principle. As noted in Malachi, that I've quoted you many times, where it says, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. So great you can't receive it all. And another one in Luke where it says, Give, and it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And we know that the book of Proverbs, it invokes much wisdom on managing your life and your money in order to prosper. And we know that the psalmist said, Let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So we do have solid evidence that God is not against riches. And like an earthly father who knows he must teach his child to have discipline and to endure hardships in order to grow and to mature, he still gets pleasure when we succeed and he enjoys seeing us reap the benefits of success. But if we're to build our belief system about money on the, on the word of God, then we also have to heed all the warnings about riches provided by the Word. 
And through the word, we also know some things. We know that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. The word says, it says some people, in the same scripture, some people eager for money have wandered from their faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And we know that no one can serve two masters. Either he'll hate the one or he'll love the other. The word says you can't serve God and money. And we know that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And we know that the Lord said, Don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So you see, just like we have support from the word that God is okay with our prosperity, we also have plenty of evidence that having riches brings with it some of the greatest challenges for a Christian to overcome. So where does that leave us with this question? Does God want you to be rich? Well, we know God doesn't condemn anyone for having riches because it can come from many sources like working hard or like working smart or even inheritance. But he does give grave warnings to those who seek after riches more than God and who trust in riches more than God. And his desire for us and his test for us is to set our hearts on things above and not on things of this earth. There's an old saying that he who has little and wants less is richer than he who has much and wants more. Does God want you to be rich? Yes. But not necessarily now. We do know he wants you to be rich in spirit, overflowing with joy in the hope of tomorrow with Jesus Christ. We know he wants you to have a heart filled with gratitude and expectations for an abundant life. An abundant life that may or may not include earthly riches. Because God would rather you be focused on him and his purpose for you than concerned about your financial status. Does God want you to be rich? Does God want you to be rich? Of course he does. He wants you to have everything. And that's why he's prepared a place for us that is so gloriously rich, we can't even comprehend it. Whatever we could accumulate in this world is not even an afterthought by comparison. As a child of God, saved by grace, we're all going to be rich. It's just a matter of time. You see, there's no shacks in heaven. But there are lots of mansions. Did you know that giving is an act of worship? Coming up next, learn how giving helps us grow in our relationship with God. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. 
It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Hope you enjoy this one right here. You ready? The teacher addressed her Sunday school class of five-year-olds. If I sold my house and car and took all the money and gave it to the church, would that get me into heaven? No, they all yelled in unison. If I cleaned the church every day and mowed the yard, if I was kind to animals and I gave all the kids candy, would that get me into heaven? Again, all together, the kids responded, no. Well then, the teacher continued, thinking the kids were more theologically sophisticated than she thought. How, she asked, can I get into heaven? A five-year-old boy shouted out, teacher, you got to be dead. Okay, well, you you find one then. (laughs) Giving is an act of worship. Now, I know all of you have heard that many times right here. If you've come to Bethesda for even a short time, you can't help but to notice that this is the way that we believe. And this is the way that our pastor, Des, has always taught us about giving. And I've been known to tell you on a few occasions that while giving is an act of worship, tithing is an act of obedience. And we say that because we believe that the Word teaches us that everything belongs to God. And that He requires us to give back a tithe, or 10%, of what is already His. So, if giving is an act of worship, and tithing is an act of obedience then tithing is most definitely also an act of worship. The Word tells us that obedience is even better than sacrifice. So it's important to understand this morning that when we tithe, we honor God with a discipline that He created that we know pleases Him. Tithing is is not to be considered an obligation like taxes. I mean, you have to pay your taxes or they will eventually be extracted from you. But you have complete control over whether or not to tithe. You see, we need to tithe for the right reasons, just like we need to give for the right reasons. And we tithe because it pleases God and we want to please Him. And we tithe because it's a way to show God our gratitude for everything that He's done for us. And we tithe because we trust that His way is best for us. And we tithe because we want to grow in our relationship with Him. And not tithing sends a message that we're not fully committed. And we tithe because it's an act of faith in His Word to provide an abundant life for us. And it's so important to understand that tithing is an act of worship and not some religious ritual. 
when the Lord was railing on the Pharisees one day, he called their tithing hypocrisy. He said, hypocrite, you're so careful to, to tithe on the tiniest part of your income, but you ignore the important things like justice and mercy and faith. He went on to say, you should tithe, but you shouldn't leave the important things undone. So you see, tithing doesn't even mean anything unless it's given with the right attitude and the right motives. You know, in my own life, tithing has not exempted me from financial challenges. But it's given me a calmness in the midst of them because I know who's control, who's in control of the situation. And I have confidence that the outcome will be in my best interest. And I feel that way not just because I tithe, but because I love the Lord. And tithing is just one of the ways that he knows it. So, you see, Pastor Des, as usual, had it right in the first place. Giving, all giving, is an act of worship. And I hope that I've never unintentionally confused anyone by drawing a distinction between giving and tithing. They are both acts of worship if they are axed based on a sincere and grateful heart. It's like the old saying, the heart of the matter is a matter of the heart. So if you're struggling today with being a consistent tither, you can be encouraged with the news that you don't have to make up for all that you haven't done. Because all God wants you to do is to start living in the grace that he provides for all of us. And when you do that, something good is going to happen in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.